Welcome to More Attention, Less Deficit, the free podcast version of the book, More Attention, Less Deficit, Success Strategies for Adults with ADHD, available at addwarehouse.com and pretty much everywhere else. I'm psychologist Dr. Ari Tuckman, author of More Attention, Less Deficit, and Integrative Treatment for Adult ADHD, a practical, easy-to-use guide for clinicians. For more information about either book, archives of this podcast, and information about upcoming teleclasses and presentations, check out adultadhdbook.com. Welcome to the episode, Persistence of Effort, The Little Engine That Sometimes Could. Once someone with ADHD gets going on something, there's a second challenge of sticking with it all the way through. Unfortunately, most of our daily obligations don't give partial credits for tasks that are mostly done. As we discussed in the previous podcast, self-activation, getting going can be hard enough, but keeping going can be just as hard. There are two possible reasons for this difficulty with persistence of effort, depending on the situation. Number one, distractibility. Sometimes it's a simple matter of getting interrupted or distracted by something else, so the person never returns to finish the first activity, even if she intends to. Number two is boredom. Whereas some people take great pleasure in completing something, this doesn't do much for many ADHD people. They get something mostly finished, then lose interest. They figured it out, the challenge is gone, and it no longer lights their fire, so it falls by the wayside. Even if they know they should just go through the motions to finish something, it can feel almost impossible to force themselves to bring something to completion. Repetition can be deadly. Of course, this mostly applies to boring activities, because fun things are easy. It's kind of like riding a bike downhill. It doesn't take much effort. But it does take effort to force yourself to do something you find uninteresting, just as it takes effort to ride a bike uphill. Of course, this is true for everyone. It's just that for people with ADHD, that hill is much steeper on the boring stuff, so it takes a much greater force of will to stick to it all the way through. This means that ADHD folks get more mentally tired from doing boring jobs and are therefore more likely to take a break sooner. Meanwhile, these fun distractions have much steeper downhills, so it's easy to take a detour rather than trudge ahead. For people with ADHD, the difference between the downhills and the uphills is much greater than it is for people without ADHD. Unfortunately, a lot of the family members, friends, and co-workers of people with ADHD often don't understand this and take the attitude that the ADHD person should just bite the bullet and get it done, not realizing that it isn't that easy. If it was, they would just do it. As discussed in the previous podcast, self-activation, since their ability to self-generate motivation is weak, external pressure helps those with ADHD not only start something, but also push themselves through to the end. By analogy, you'll probably pedal harder up the hill if a big dog is chasing you. Success in life often requires the ability to complete all sorts of uninteresting tasks and on a pretty regular basis. If this is hard for you, it can affect every area of your life, school, work, financial, family, and friends. Unfortunately, life rarely gives partial credit for things that are only partially done. The irony, of course, is that most of these activities aren't really that hard in and of themselves. It's not like people with ADHD don't have the skills to handle these tasks. For example, doing laundry, paying bills, filing papers, 
none of these are inherently difficult. Fighting the boredom is the hard part. Before a diagnosis, though, it can lead to accusations from oneself or others that these tasks are easy, so the person should just do it. I had a client who had a really hard time getting all the groceries put away. After probably spending too long at the store and getting behind schedule on other things, it was all she could do to get the groceries into the kitchen and throw the perishables into the fridge. It would make her husband nuts to find the counters piled high with full bags. He would get on her about it, wondering why she couldn't just spend a final five minutes and get them all put away, since it's not like she didn't know where everything went. Unfortunately, it's more complicated than that. Our next episode will be Hindsight and Forethought, Using the Past and Future to Guide the Present. We use lessons from past experiences to make better choices the next time around. People with ADHD have a hard time stopping long enough to remember those lessons and apply them forward, so they're more likely to make the same mistakes. So stay tuned. Until next time, thanks for lending me your attention.